0: Hip hop is constantly evolving and the pace is so rapid that what seems relevant today can often be forgotten before it has truly received crossover appeal. Underground hip hop is a form made with a passion and those who aren't equipped with the deep rooted drive to overcome obstacles will struggle to find longevity. Today we are joined by an artist who is by no means a rookie to the game but in many ways is just getting started. What sets him apart on the local scene is his blend of new school and old school flow and an obvious positive optimistic approach to his craft. Coming up next on the Spent the Rent podcast, Young B, Brody Jansen. The Wren podcast. I am your host, Self-Esteem Boat Willie. Today we are joined by Brody Jansen. Brody, welcome.
1: What's up, man? Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, man. It's an honor to have you. I've kind of been following your work a little bit, but it's f- nice to finally meet you in person. Uh, so I brought you on because I feel like, you know, you're one of the most up-and-coming, uh, the t- most talented up-and-coming artists in Eugene, which is which is cool to see. I, was, I first heard about you from my stepson Malachi's good friend, Jaden. He lives in Sutherland. Oh, okay. And he said that, that oh, you got to check out this guy, Brody. And I got to be honest. I mean, I'm kind of an old school dude. I'm not usually too into, like, the trap stuff right. and that kind <laughs> of stuff. And I was like, whoa, this kid's actually really got a positive energy. Uh-huh. And a, I think that I when I tell people about you and that I was going to do this, I uh, it's hard to compare to, like, Mac Miller because style-wise, completely different. But yeah. how you kind of mix, like, an old school and new school feel, uh-huh. and that's pretty cool. I mean, who... Who would you say are your biggest influences?
1: Uh for sure Logic. I listened to Logic growing up and uh I just think that he's so dope. His style, his flow is kind of like an original thing that a lot of people haven't heard before. The boom bap stuff. I'm I'm into those type of beats and stuff right. like that. So Logic, uh Russ, uh 50 cent even though it's not really my style but you know he's i mean that's the
0: thing is like i feel like if you're gonna be a true hip-hop artist you have to read like know the roots and like Uh the history of it yeah but so yeah that's uh that's kind of what i was thinking about getting you on here uh this is i'm you know being that i've got a background in hip-hop locally even small scale a lot of my guests will be hip-hop artists. I got another one coming up next week or the week after. So And Ender One was my first guest, which uh-huh. he's a pioneer in this town. Yeah. So, you know, when did you see that you started making traction? I mean, you, so you were living in Roseburg. How long have you been in Eugene?
1: Uh, over about a year and a half now. But yeah. I lived here two years ago for about a year and then moved back I right. came back. So
0: It's a lot more opportunity yeah. in Eugene for sure. Yeah. So in, Southern, in Roseburg... Uh, when did you know you started getting into it did you just start kind of rapping on like Facebook and stuff just, yeah just I was over? making
1: little videos and then they were getting like a thousand views and I'm like okay people like this stuff so I need to start putting out some actual recordings and uh, kind of recorded out of the closet down there in Roseburg right. and then it's now it's just kind of
0: did you have friends that like would sit in ciphers and freestyle or was it just you? no
1: not really Uh, my buddy Quincy we kind of did but it was always screwing around and right everybody else was just kind of like Ugh you can't be rapping out of Roseburg, you know, like, right. But I was like, Whatever. it's just natural <laughs> so the
0: people that are into it. It seems like it's a calling, like, right? You know, yeah. I mean, obviously for me, it's like, it was kind of, I grew up with punk rock music and stuff and my friends just freestyled and I was better than them. Right. So like, <laughs> on, they're going to hate me. No, no. I mean, in the <laughs> cyphers, like we just would sit outside of shows and I, they're like, dude, get involved. And I'm, I just started doing it and it was yeah. fun. So I did it more of, of as far as hip hop, it, it came kind of unnatural to me, uh-huh. but I mean, my favorite bands are like No Effects and Green Day and stuff like that. So. Oh, Green Day, okay. But um, you know, so in in Roseburg, basically, when you started kind of doing that, you started getting a following with your friends, and I see I see the posts. Everyone just does the fire emoji, right? That's, all, that's all, You know, yeah. So and then you decided that it was kind of time to up it. Was that what brought you to Eugene, or just work? I mean, uh, well, she
1: graduated from school, and uh, we wanted to get an apartment together, and we wanted to be in Eugene, so right. moved up here. A lot more opportunity. Yeah. How
0: did you? So what was the radio thing? Because I, I saw a lot of posts and you got a lot of buzz about the radio. What was that all about?
1: Uh, Belico down there, he just kind of hit me up on Messenger, if I remember right. And he was telling me he had a radio show and they were going to put on a competition. Asked if I wanted to do it and I was down for it. Uh, and then from there, I just had to do up. Each, each round had different things I had to do. And we ended up getting in the finals and uh, winning that whole thing, man. It was so it's a cool.
0: Roseburg radio station? No, it's down in uh, Ashland. In Ashland. Yeah. So each week they so basically he that's cool, he reached out to you. Anytime yeah. someone's reaching out to you in music, especially when you're starting out a good sign. Yeah, because you know, we used to have to beg people to do shows. Right. Or, yeah. You know, and you're seeing that already, I'm uh-huh. sure. But uh, so each week they would kind of pit you versus one person.
1: Well, the the first week was you had to text in your name, you had to get your following to text in your name, whoever had the most text moves on. Right. And then the next round was sending a song and then the listeners call in and vote. Right. And then there was like a live round where we had to go down there and perform a track, and then same thing they called in and voted, and then the winner just. When
0: did this take place? Like when did it start? Like about uh, a year ago. Last year was the first time they I. Because I saw it. I mean, it's funny because the timing. I mean, it was like right after Jaden had told me about your stuff that I saw. Like I followed you on Facebook, and then I saw just a ton of like it was happening fast. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So then, with that years competition you had mentioned off air that you were gonna do it again but we'll get on that later but Uh with that um that competition the the winner got like a video
1: yeah they they uh free music video which i haven't used yet i should get down and do it but they did that and then i got two hours of free studio time up in uh albany at my team studios right um some merch they gave me some shirts and, uh, I was supposed to get a spot in a live show, but they never ended up getting that together, but
0: right. we're hoping But more than anything, it's just exposure. Yeah. And that's then what also I was cool probably kind of helped build your confidence. Yeah. That, like if they're validating me, then, right. Yeah. you know, I mean, cause it's tough when you're starting out, you know, super nervous, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Everything. So the album 94 to infinity, I'm guessing that's the year you were born. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, so that I, I thought that that was through that, but you did that through a separate. Thing, yeah. That was so. just me wanting to put out a
1: project. Cause g- coming up, I was just always doing recording at my house, putting out singles on SoundCloud. And I'm like, I want to go to the next step. Dude. Right. I want to get something on iTunes and Spotify and stuff like that? But my issue was, I would create a couple songs and I'd be impatient and put them out. And I'm right. like, you just got. Oh, uh,
0: that's me. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And then finally, I was just like, all right, let's put together like, I think it was nine songs. Um, then we just put it out as an album, man.
0: Right. So you who produced that?
1: Uh, Chris Cunningham down at Savior Sound. Nice. Yeah.
0: And then, is that a guy that you've known for a long time? No.
1: Well, I've known him for about two years just through Facebook. Never right. met him. Drove. We talked a little bit on Messenger, and uh, he always wanted me to get down there, but I never had the money.
0: See, there's different ways to go about it. Like, I've always had kind of a DIY style, uh-huh. which, I, I mean, obviously, the traction never... I For my music, like, nothing ever came of it mm-hmm. because I did it. So, you know, we used to, back in about 2004 me and a, we were in a couple of crews, the clowns of class and the critical masters. And we would just kind of get together. There's like 13 of us and it would just be an afternoon. We'd just grab our pads, put on a beat and within like six, seven hours had a track and there we'd knock go. it out, you know? And that was, and that was kind of how we would just, you know, we just had this kind of punk rock attitude about things right. and it was fun. And, you know, we did have a lot of live traction like we were doing a lot of live shows and stuff and it was it was just exciting we played at while hall black forest you know a couple of the guys in the crew opened up for the game oh, at wow. the McDonald Theater, <laughs> which, <laughs> which was totally like off-putting but enough about me but uh <laughs> um so the you know the the studio album obviously shows that you i mean that's your debut you had a couple tracks so are those just soundcloud songs yeah now, basically? It's just stuff right out the which, closet <laughs> soundcloud is kind of a fun show of like where you came from you right know? Yeah. and then you get you know to the bigger ones like apple music and spotify you know we were talking about this off air like spotify is talking about allowing artists to go direct which is probably good and bad right i mean i was i was su- kind of surprised <clears throat> Two hundred thousand artists is what they said that they had on spotify wow and that's a lot but i like almost thought there'd be more a lot more Yeah, you know because i mean you figure that people are like hey here's a track but see i think that the the pay to play format is kind of crappy for the artists, but at the same time, it like levels the playing field that like, you have to be serious about it. Right. Like, you're not going to pay 50 bucks a year for your album to be online. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously with Spotify, like for people like me and you, we're not, we're not, you know, you'll get a, a royalty payment and it's like 80 cents. <laughs> yeah. It's not. You know, or whatever. <laughs> I mean, so like, I remember I got in like 12, 13, 15 bucks or something a month. And I was like, Oh my God, like, <laughs> I was excited. You record. That. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you had told me that you are planning another one where you're going to do the radio show again.
1: Yeah. Well, it's going on right now. Um, the winner of it is going to face me in like a final round thing. I don't know how it's working yet, but they're in like the third round right now. So shout out to the fives freshest man. That competition's cool. Uh, they've been blowing up. He's, he's got his, uh, radio station last year when we did it, it was only here in Oregon, but he's got it going on now And like six other states so a lot more exposure this year is
0: that a fairly new show like, yeah it, within a few years
1: uh i don't know how long his radio show's actually been going on but this competition just started last year and it so, blew up yeah. i mean i
0: saw it was like really getting traction i mean you were getting tons of attention from yeah. it obviously if you got past that first text round thing, yeah and that's the thing is it's like when you hit that demographic you know i mean hate to be a downer, hopefully. And, you know, you got to utilize this time now because in your 20s, it's like when you get people that are actually active, right. especially with hip hop and live shows and stuff. And, yeah. you know, you get to be in your 30s. Everyone's got kids. You know? <laughs> and they're just like, I'm tired. I don't want to go to a show. Right. You know? And yeah. I mean, I think that's the case already more <clears throat> than it was back in 04 is that you get the people in their 20s are like texting each other like, is it cool? Like, yeah. Should I go? Is it cool? Yeah. And so it's so tough for independent artists like you see Ender, how he's killing it with pre-sale tickets before his events. And even Ender will tell you That locally he'll You know Bang his head against the wall By busting his ass To get promotion For shows And then The People, turnout is just Disappointing show, I mean yeah. his record release show Is one of the most Amazing shows I've ever been to But uh, He's killing it He's actually <laughs> on tour Right now in Canada Which, oh, wow. which is insane Right but, and it comes, you know, those opportunities where you're bumping elbows with people, and then those people who are your heroes become your friends. And then it just happens fast, you know, yeah. for, for people that put in the work. And it, and it seems like you're, you know, you're well on your way. Have you been doing a lot of live shows? or?
1: No, I had one down in Roseburg uh, at a bar down there, and it turned out really good, man. The crowd was good. We had a lot of people in there. Got some artists from Benicia down in Cali. We had some come down from Portland and perform trying to get more live shows here but I don't know really know where to start right. so
0: did you uh did you see like a big reaction after the show like a lot of times you'll do an event you' will be like oh that was awesome and then it just doesn't feel like you you saw did you like afterwards did you see those likes and those people on social media yeah
1: like, uh I had so many people sending me snapchat videos of, that right. they, they took mess, messaged me on Facebook like your show was sick like which you is need rad. To keep, yeah it was it was a really cool turnout and the big thing was like I I kind of got st- had stage fright for a while, right? And getting up there and finally getting over it and just having fun and letting loose. I'm like, now I'm ready to just. That was right. like a next step. Like you got to get on stage more. Like keep keep.
0: This I think rolling. that's one of the hardest things to overcome is is I mean, I, dude. One of my first shows, I like I pulled the mic away because I was kind of like. Fading it, you know, yeah. on a on a thing and then I just brought it back to my face and smashed my nose. And I had a bloody nose on stage and I was like, oh my god. And it was like the second song. damn. And I just bled through the shirt and was like, punk rock, fuck it. Yeah. Keep but, it going. But you know, that's the thing you gotta you know, when you get to a point where you're like really earn like really owning it really in the moment. It's right. it's a pretty overwhelming feeling. That's what it's all about. I know when you start recording music, you're like, Am I gonna be a recording artist or a live performer? Or, you know. Uh-huh. But the real, it's like, it's like in baseball, like a five tool player, like you need to, you know, you have to want to find how to do all of yeah. it. It's like the promotion, marketing, right. live performance, you know, studio recordings. It's, it's, it's a lot of stuff. You there's know? a lot that goes to it. Yeah. And I've noticed just, I mean, you're really transparent with your social media stuff, which I think is really cool because to me, I won't respect someone if they're not humble, period. <laughs> like I, it's not that I won't respect them. I just, I can't really get down with the people that are like always putting on a front, but there's a fine line. You got to kind of keep it. Yeah, you know it's it's tough, Fair. but uh, you know we can try to get you hooked up with some local shows. It's tough with the bar scene. Like I don't drink anymore, so it's like you just you know doing shows in a bar. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know you just get tired of it, and and also it's like you you start to get to a point you get discouraged as an artist because you are like, where is this even getting me? Uh-huh. You know, it's like you get on on stage for. 30, 40, even 50 people. And then, I mean, 50 people would be real nice. Like if that was consistent locally, but yeah, God, I mean, if it's like a Wednesday night, you get booked and stuff and you're playing for th- four or five people. people yeah. I mean, there. definitely done it, but I mean, it's still fulfilling. Yeah. But so, I mean, what did you kind of find after the first, after your debut album? Like what, what was the biggest challenge getting that done? Obviously getting the money it, to do it. Right, finances. <laughs> but, I mean, people have no idea how much it costs for yeah. studio time. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, the money, getting the money to do it. And then
1: just kind of when I had like five or six songs ready to go, just being able to write more. My, my mind stopped thinking like I couldn't think of what to write about now. I'm like, got to keep going, man. I was in the studio every day just grinding and trying to get more su- songs out. And then just kind of having confidence in it. I would create a tr- song and I would like it. And then the next day I'd listen to it. and be, Again, I'd be like, Cheyenne, ah, we got to scratch this one. Right. She'd be like, no, you say that about everything, dude. Like, it's dope. You got to just have confidence in yourself. I'm like. All
0: right. Yeah, I've always found that it's good <laughs> To just kind of, you know, like you were saying You don't want to put it out because you can't take it back you right. know? But at the same yeah. time, it's like I think a lot of fans, especially in the beginning They really like to see your growth You know, like, so if you Especially, you know you look back at someone like Champs, you look at his SoundCloud stuff and it's just way different. Uh Or even Logic, you know, like where in the beginning it was like a total I mean, I hear a lot of people say, I used to like Logic. Uh I don't really know much about... Like, I've never really gotten into it because like like I said, I listen to no effects. but, But I mean, I still... You know, I follow hip hop, and I've got stepsons that are, um, you know, big. Like my younger stepson's like a huge X fan, Triple X. That oh, okay, I mean, yeah, yeah. And uh, obviously, RIP. Uh huh. And you know, I was a big Mac Miller fan, and that one actually shook me. Like yeah, that, that was crazy. You man. know, my brother, who's old forty, <laughs> you know, was like, "Do you?" Because I think we were watching Ridiculousness or something, and saw him on there, and yeah. I'd never heard of him because it's different today than it was when I was a kid, where <clears throat> pop culture was like. A shared thing. Now it's we all have our little pockets and right. we kind of ignore stuff that we don't really familiarize with. And then also it's like, it seems like stuff is flash in the pan. Like it, that's what I mentioned in the intro. It's like stuff lasts like a week. Yeah, trendy, man. You know, man. Super you know the diss track stuff with yeah. like the, I mean, i saw you posting about like the mgk stuff and eminem and people people lose their minds yeah, i know man like, i like i gotta delete these posts because people start arguing and they're like crazy have, man have you had to block a lot of people from facebook uh not
1: lately man when i first started blowing up a little bit i had some weirdos sliding in the messages and i'm like ah I in tell, messenger yeah like
0: do, just saying what
1: Just like oh hey yeah 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 let's we need to hang out here and here here and there let's get together all this i'm like oh i'm busy busy being nice and then you know, sending some. Someone would send photos, like some bad photos, and they were like way older, like forty-year-old girls and stuff. I'm like, nice. Nah, I'm sure gotta, um, yeah, that's the one. You, that's
0: the one you have to show your girlfriend immediately. You're right, like, Look yeah. at this nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, man, that's funny. Yeah, I mean it's tough, you know, because you did you get any hate? Like, did you get people that were like, you ain't, the, you ain't all that? You know? Yeah. Like, which, well, actually. I started getting really
1: popular because when the Roseburg shooting happened, I made a song for it. Right. And people were telling me that I was coming up off a of tragedy and like using the tragedy to get like a bigger fan base. I'm like, I've been doing these little videos for. A whole, almost a whole year before that happened and so, how could you not yeah. do that song and it's like you it's, know it's, i didn't know it was gonna blow up the way it did like it blew up on facebook like three hundred thousand views or something like that right so i'm like
0: these are the same people that are creating pages about like hating on ariana grande yeah yeah i was like dude because nah. i wouldn't even think of that concept like you know obviously i mean i've written songs like i'm a little older so like 9 11 you know like I've, of course like you know my my mindset's changed and I've evolved as a human being, but of course I would write songs about that stuff because that's like that's your existence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's so near and dear to your heart. And I mean, growing up in Roseburg, I'm sure that that was devastating. You yeah. probably had a lot of friends at that. You yeah, know?
1: they I had a bunch of friends that was going they were there when it was going on. So it's like
0: It's like Macklemore like gets flack because people are like, It seems like he just takes all the social causes and it's like that's what music is. Right. It's the same same concept where eminem did that track about trump i mean freestyle, freestyle right because <laughs> it's not freestyle it's written but like you know people are like i wish you wouldn't get political it's like there's two kinds of music like it, politics and love songs yeah like that's literally it i mean uh-huh. if you include like social justice and like human interest in politics which kind of is i don't know there's like two kinds of tracks i mean i've noticed that you you try not to get super political and you may not be political and that's it, good in today's climate it's like so tough to navigate i mean i think that you know you and i were corresponding on a i'm super political but you and i were corresponding on a facebook post and then a, a mutual or friends that i don't think you know chimed in and was <laughs> just like jumping your ass and i think you handled it well and then you know it's like they just wait for every i mean if people are vultures like oh yeah social media for me i will just kind of basically be like you know what you win like even if it doesn't yeah. matter yeah like at this point it's like you win like yeah. and i'll push you know, especially with the younger crowd, I find myself like Jaden, he'll, he'll listen to this. He posts some funny stuff and he's got a different background and from a different place. And he's, he, everyone's entitled to their experience and their perspective. But sometimes I'll just be like, here's perspective. And that's something I'm, I've been working on is, is that like, I think with the division in the country, we need to stop focusing on opinions and start listening to each other's perspectives. Right. You know what I mean? Because if we're not willing to listen to each other's perspectives then we can basically shut the fuck up because, right. you know, like each one of us has perspective. Yeah.
1: Know? We need to just don't judge so quickly, man. Right. Listen to what people got to say. And if you don't, if you
0: don't agree with it and then just move on. Man. Right. Do you think that you, I mean, I think when you write, like what is the process of your, of your writing? Oh, I'm all over the place. Uh, I'll throw on a
1: beat and I got, I got my phone out and I'll just like start the beat, start thinking I'll, I'll kind of hum a melody you know and, right. then, and then i'll start writing lyrics to it end up deleting it doing it again writing the hook first writing the verse first it's kind of all over the place but right uh yeah, yeah i
0: don't when i write i don't really like rework lines like it just kind of has to flow it feels yeah. like it just starts i mean once i get the first line it, it kind of goes from there but right. but uh because i've noticed a lot of your stuff in the beginning when you new debut album you're so excited to be like actually doing it i've noticed a lot of stuff real optimistic real positive positive which it'll be interesting to see over your career like where that takes you and where that goes because I'm sure that you'll hit roadblocks and and obstacles and get discouraged and I think it's important to like you know like run on that like right. take those fears and those pains and the and that kind of stuff but it's so tough to navigate like what people want you uh-huh. know because especially with young hip hop artists or hip hop fans it's like I mean, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. You know <laughs> you what know, I mean? What, and, and like 6'9, like, what is it? What ah, you that, he's crazy as hell, yeah, dude. Yeah, like, what, <laughs> but he's a train wreck. Like, in in like you can't look away. Like, I, that Eminem video where he, he's like clowning, he's like trolling people. Yeah. I watched it like four times in a row, and I'm 36 <laughs> years old. Like, I'm like, watching this <laughs> What is wrong with me? Yeah. You know?
1: I don't know. It's, it seems like nowadays the rappers are like trying to be hated, and that's what makes like six nine, he just trolls everybody, gets everybody watching him, and now he's just this big, just blown up from that. I'd shit. rather not blow up, right? Like at yeah. that
0: point, like I just, you know, I mean, I, you know, that's the hard thing is, is those guys are all in, and I have a respect for that, that they're all in, yeah. Like you know, and like you see people, CJ Steez, who's going to be a guest coming up. Now he's a he's a musician, but he's an entrepreneur first, and I have him coming up in a couple weeks, and for the podcast. And he's got his own vodka now oh, and wow. he's like, he just posted, he's like, I just gave two week notice because I'm quitting my job to focus on like what I'm serious. All about. In. And it's cool when you go all in like that. Cause I mean, I'm a barber by trade. I make music as a hobby. Like right. this podcast is a hobby. It yeah. makes $0, mm-hmm. you know, but for the people that go all in like that, it's pretty impressive. But God, that infamy that people are going after nowadays, like it's, it's just deteriorating our society, you know? And I mean, people said that about hip hop forever, but. I'm just grateful I grew up in the 90s when Nas was so crazy and and, I mean it was crazy and it was new for a lot of people like the thing about hip-hop is is like that reality especially with like gangster rap or like just the New York lifestyle like a guy like Nas that reality was real forever for so many people that you know a lot of white kids didn't Uh understand didn't know about and I can tell you like growing up in 92 being 10 years old and turn on the news and then in LA you see the riots and stuff I'm like (laughs) <laughs> like what? what is going on and then you know now i've evolved to where i've got valuable friendships with people from different economic socioeconomic backgrounds and like different ethnicities and stuff and it's great but growing up in oregon i mean there's no secret that it's not super diverse you right know? yeah but so it's kind of interesting that you say that you kind of didn't um really have any friends that got into hip-hop when you first started doing it i mean listened but like is making it especially as a white kid you know like if people are like oh white right you sound like m M&M. yeah. even if it's nothing right you know what was that like grown i mean did you start kind of rapping in high school or people unaware of it like when you did the facebook stuff did it just kind of you're just like i'm just gonna go for it well mm-hmm.
1: it was me just it was kind of more on me just being scared to even like let people know that i'm into rapping like i didn't want i didn't want to get shut down for it but in high school, I was always into listening to hip-hop. I always knew every lyric to every song, and I went—I wasn't afraid to let people know that. But uh, once I started just putting myself out there and letting people judge all they want and just accepting it, letting right. the positive come right. and the negative come, then people were like, shit,
0: we can't talk shit to this kid no more. He don't care anymore. Right. And they moved on. <laughs> right. And that's a pretty cool feeling. Plus, I mean, people, especially high school, people just hate on <sighs> hate on you to hate. You yeah. know, they just find anything. Yeah. You went to high school in Roseburg?
1: No, I actually... Uh, went to high school in Days Creek down in Canyonville. Like
0: but, population U? Like, yeah. I mean, her, <laughs> graduating <laughs> class of what, like 30?
1: We had like 28, and that was like the biggest in years. So, wow. Yeah. But it was cool, though. I, I wouldn't want to go to school anywhere else because like, the teachers knew you, you. You got relationships with everybody there. You knew everybody personally. Right. So that was kind of cool. But at the same time, if I was rapping at a big old school like Roseberry, a lot of more people know about me.
0: That's so. the cool thing about what you talk about in your music is that I think you've stayed true to yourself. Like, where you talk about, like, in the song that we're going to play at the end, I Want It All, it's like, you're dreaming. Like, you're dreaming big. And I said that almost like it's a false hope. No, I didn't mean, I didn't mean it <laughs> no. like that. No, but you're dreaming, and you're allowing yourself to, you know, it's like manifest destiny. I mean, that's yep. how you get it. You know, as you believe, you see yourself doing it, and then it, it comes to fruition, not without hard work and, like, putting yourself on the right, you yeah. know, one foot after another. But it's cool, I mean, coming from a small town like that and still – that's that's a story that could only be true in this century, you know, as far as hip hop. I mean, obviously in the 80s and 90s, early 90s, I, you know, it was manufactured so different. Now we have so much access to the same tools with social media and stuff to get your word out there. Because I see, I mean, you get a ton of response on almost everything you post with little fan boys and yeah, girls. Yeah. You know, and, and Shout out, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's a good feeling. You know, the only time I get likes on my stuff is if I post pictures of my dog. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) But uh, so, yeah, you want to talk about that? We're gonna do play that song. um, uh, Want it all? Like, what you picked that song? What specifically? Why would that? Is that one of your favorite tracks?
1: Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite tracks of the not only the album but that I've ever made. Because I'm just kind of talking about everything I want. Like this is this is the big dream. Like I wake up every morning like what am I going to do next? Like, I want how am it all, I going to get there? And I've know?
0: seen that. And I have to say, I respect, you know, from a distance, We this is, like I said before, this was the first time meeting in person, but we've talked and corresponded a bit online. And I see that, that you actually like are taking those steps, you yeah. know, and I've seen you get discouraged because of the, the book and shows is tough. And I had that <laughs> festival going on that I had, you know, had to distance myself from for different reasons we won't get into, but, and I appreciate you for understanding that, that we were going to have you out in blue river and, and maybe next year I can still try to put a word in to get you on the bill. But uh, there's opportunities in Eugene. It's just it's a tough place where especially making money because the bars are like, why don't we just have a DJ that could play top and yeah. yeah. You know, and then the thing with Eugene that, that I've found is, is that everyone's an artist. So right. people are competitive, mm-hmm. you know, and they don't want to throw a bone. And then when the touring groups come, they almost don't. Like, throw, I think that the venues should throw bone to, like, the up-and-coming artists to get exposure. You know, that's something... Yeah, that would be cool. Ender, have you heard... Uh, Ender, like, had, at his record release show, he had uh, Samantha Schaffner. And d- do you know Brandon So uh, Cerebral Cortex? It seems like you had thrown a shout-out on one of the posts to Schaffner Media.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, I know Sammy from Roseburg. Uh, right. And I know her older brother. I'm actually going to be doing a music video with him here soon. How did Shuffle. that come about? Uh, well, he kind of we kind of talked on and off about it because I've seen some of his work and he he can make some good videos. Oh, yeah. So, uh, and then he listened to my album and he said my stuff was dope and he actually made a football video and he needed a track for it because he couldn't find any royalty free stuff so i'm like dude you can use any one of my stuff right so he used that and then just yesterday actually i sent him a track i'm like dude we got to do a music video to this yeah he's talented yeah and
0: he's a he's a lot like you know you i mean have you met him in person yet no not yet he's a he's a really kind guy and real just honest and upfront and passionate and humble Uh you know and he's talking earlier about how people quit their day job i mean that's he's like all in on that Schaffner media stuff. And yeah. instead, we're going to try to get him on the podcast. And last episode or two episodes ago, episode five, I was doing that episode with female guests and I was like, I really need to want a female vocalist locally. And, and Ender had just had Samantha Schaffner on. And so I, I kind of threw that song on the end. I talked to her about it and she gave me approval. 16 years old. That girl yeah. has
1: pipes. She can sing, man. Yeah. And yeah. I showed
0: that to my stepson and he was like, I'm like, I know I wouldn't normally listen to this, but I want to, you know how like when you show someone music, you almost give like a precursor sometimes right. about like, you may not like this. I don't, wanna, yeah. I don't know what you're going to think. Cause you just don't want him to like, you want him to listen to it. And he's, and I'm like, I, I wouldn't normally listen. He's like, I would, <laughs> I would, this is good. Yeah. And then like yesterday morning he was in the shower and I heard him bumping Planet. it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it's like too tight. You know, and it's, I mean the whole, I grew up in the rock punk rock stuff. So it's like such a different. The, the genre now is so soft compared which isn't bad because people were too aggressive when we were younger <laughs> now they just do it behind the computer screen yeah keyboard warriors right man. so <laughs> want it all i think we'll uh unless there's anything else you wanted to throw out there shout outs or anything then
1: uh yeah we could shout out uh Your sound studio down in medford chris cunningham jeff harper up in uh, albany at my team studio shout out Shoffner media and shout out to everybody that's been supporting me, man. Shout out Cheyenne back here on the camera.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. Can't forget that. So, uh, Brody, it's been really cool to get to know you, and I'm sure that this you know, relationship will blossom. I'd like to have you back on later to talk about some of the stuff in hip-hop that kind of evolves, and if you have any ideas. I mean, because it's crazy just what's happening right now I worry about with the diss tracks. It seems like this has been taken off in like high-level diss tracks with Drake and stuff. Yeah. I hope that doesn't last because when people are pit against each other in art, I feel like it's ruining it. It, a it ruins bit. it a little bit, and it's like those diss tracks are just that—they're tracks. They're yeah. not songs. They're not timeless, you know. And Stuff people are gonna forget about once it. I always wonder, road, like, you know? what it's gonna look like in twenty years. Like, obviously, I still listen to the music I grew up with, and I wonder if, if when you bump music, if it's nostalgic. So, like, I compare something like Six Nine to like my era's Backstreet Boys it's a totally different genre but the like you hear the song come on and you're like oh yeah it's not because it's good (laughs) you know what i mean you're like you i remember where i was at when i was listening to this yeah so it's interesting but so we're gonna end the show with your song this is brody jansen want it all i want to uh thanks thank you again for coming man it's been good to to do this thank you for having me bro so here we go uh brody jansen want it all
2: I want to dog yeah yeah I want to dog yeah yeah I want to dog goddamn I want to dog yeah yeah I want to dog yeah yeah I want to dog yeah I want to dog you know I'm talking everything, I want the house in the hills down in Beverly I want the checks with the mail coming steadily, that's why I'm grinding everyday working heavily, I want the Versace on them new shoes these notepads pads fit with lyrics ain't blues clues I want the views I ain't talking about YouTube I'm talking all these foreign cities I'm in root to motherfucker now who knew, who knew, tell me who knew That all these haters were just something I'm immune to That sick flow like I'm rapping with the flu dude I'm in your city taking over with the crew and we chucking up the deuces I am just a new kid writing up the blueprint Yo come up looking fiction boy Am I come up in some true shit? I do shit, and homie you just do shit, I'm sorry If I see you I don't speak, I'm on my cardi Little bit of green, whole lot of Picardi Watch the automatic turn to a Ferrari I'm switching lanes in the back street. Toy lanes, out the speakers, homies bobbing in the backseat Never packed the heat, but we ain't scared to bring that action You fake as fuck, homie gotta quit that acting I'm, I'm never slacking, we ain't sleep no more Seems like music is the only thing I eat no more Get out my face, I can't even breathe no more Damn, my vision is the only thing I see no more Goddamn, look, I'ma need my space I won't quit till I'm up there with the greats. I gotta do it for my people, no debate I hold it down for my ones, never change, up yeah. Yeah, I want it die. Uh. Yeah, yeah, I want it die, uh. God damn, I want it die. Uh. Triple double when I bought Got me feeling like, wow. Yeah, I want it up uh. yeah, yeah, I want it uh. die uh. yeah, yeah, I want it die God damn, I want it up Yeah, I want it up uh. Yeah, I want it up yeah, I You know there's levels up. to the shit I'm always one above Big shout out to the people that be showing so much love my, my. my heart beating for these melodies Ain't no way I'm letting anyone in front of me Snap back tattoos with the nose ring I'm swagged out from my head to my toes G-tose. It's kind of funny how they put themselves above me The album drops, now they all fucking love me yeah, they can see I want it all Triple B's big baller when I ball Speaking everything into existence If you doubt it from the start Don't be surprised if I don't answer when you call You know the deal I'm popping bottles for the thrill Never popping bottles of them pills, no way Top bottles from the shelf If you drinking like you broke, boy, please go away hey. Yeah, I want it all Yeah, yeah, I want it all God damn, I want it all Triple double when I ball Got me feeling like, wow. Yeah, I want it all yeah. Yeah, I want it uh. all yeah, yeah, I want it all uh. Goddamn, I want it all uh. Now, boy, let me pop my shit I'm on my way up And I'm feeling confident Will shit, yeah It's 94 till infinity Me, myself, and I That's a holy fucking trinity That triple-double shit Sipping on some Hennessy Keep a smile on my face Just for all my enemies Damn, what's got an enemy? I swear I'm feeling like a rockstar I want it I uh, want it all uh. Goddamn, I want it all uh. I swear I'm feeling like a monster yeah i want to up uh. yeah yeah i want to up uh. god damn i want to up uh. triple double when i bought got me feeling like wow yeah i want to up uh. yeah, yeah i want to up uh. yeah, yeah i want to up uh. god damn i want to up uh. now boy let me pop my shit i'm on my way up and i'm feeling confident